Hi there, everyone. My name is Brianna Owens, and I want to thank you for choosing to listen in on my podcast. I hope all is well with you and your loved ones, and please continue to take care of one another. Today, I'm going to be going over Frederick Douglass's second autobiography, My Bondage and My Freedom, and the incredible historic impact that it has left behind. I'm sure if you are listening to this, you are familiar with the times of slavery in the United States from your history classes, but if I can ask, how many personal accounts of enduring it have you heard? That is what we get from Frederick Douglass. We get a very detailed personal narration of his life, from his beginning years of being born into slavery, to his great escape, and his successful life after. When we think about slavery, it gives us the somber feeling of the truly dark times of the U.S., but when you listen to Frederick telling his story, it hits us on a more personal level. I was immediately struck in the first chapter. As trivial as our birthdays may be to us, just imagine not knowing the exact year you were born, but only having an approximation of it. While not knowing something like that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of the atrocities that were endured during that period, it sets a dark undertone. Records were not kept for slaves, so in other words, in the eyes of their captors, they were not considered human enough to have basic paperwork like birth certificates. We learned from continued reading that children were to live with their grandparents until the time they reached about the age of seven, and the same can be said for Frederick. He lived with his grandmother a few miles away from his owner's plantation for the first few years of his life, until he went to work for the plantation owner, Colonel Edward Lloyd. Lloyd owned around a thousand slaves, which is just something that I cannot wrap my mind around. Frederick spent his early years on the plantation working in the house as he was too young to be in the fields. He would note that while in the house, he had witnessed the overseers of Colonel Lloyd commit horrendous acts, like seeing others being punished, beaten, and starved for reasons that did not call for it. Because a plantation owner would oftentimes have too many slaves for one person to overlook, they would often appoint overseers. It wasn't until Frederick was sent to relatives of Lloyd that he actually started to catch a little bit of a break. He was treated much more fairly with his family, teaching him how to read and so on. This is where Frederick started to realize the importance of literacy, and he would read books about how we all have rights as human beings, no matter our race. He made a point to use his voice, his experiences, and the unforgivable things he had witnessed in hopes to create change. As I said earlier, we have all read and learned about slavery, but when we think about it, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? It's hard to pick just one thing, because the horrors that were suffered were infinite. Frederick wrote from his book, Should a slave, when assaulted, but raise his hand in self-defense, the white assaulting party is fully justified by Southern or Maryland public opinion in shooting the slave down. In my mind, that is equal to someone thinking of the slave, a human being, as a dog. Although we have not reached the end of the systematic racism that is still faced today, and that is a battle still being hard fought, it is people like Frederick Douglass who use their voice and help create change. Douglas's books will remain in history, and it will be told to future generations that we will never forget what had been done, but that change is also possible.